Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. How you doing today, Bryce? I'm all right. Nice. Nice. It's so, mock time. What's up? It's mock time. Yes, so it is that time of the year where Bryce and I make a mock draft. and We pretend we're, you know, we have any knowledge of this. We pretend that Mel Kuyper would uh, listen to us. The, the fun fact: This actually is what we we are Mel Kuyper's uh, references when he yeah, makes his uh, mock yeah. drafts every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he listens to, to us. us. Like we give he him goes through us. Yeah, yeah. But they don't talk about it, but uh, that is one hundred percent what happens. Put some respect on our name, please. Just a little bit of respect on our names. So. Um, if you've been listening to the show, you know, this is this is our third year doing this, so some of you might know how we do this, but um, we just look at the draft order. We do the first round uh, the first night, and then we talk about the first round next week, and then the week after we'll do a full draft coverage. Um, so just a little more baseline, we do the most recent draft order obviously there's gonna be teams trading up and that's gonna really mess with our order but um we're not smart enough to really anticipate trades like that so yeah we're using yeah the yeah that's basically true thankfully one happened before yes i was gonna mention this that. episode um, started the ravens traded or i guess the chiefs traded out um they traded out from 31 they traded Picks 31, um, what else? There was like a second and a third from Baltimore as well. Next year's drafts, right? There is at least one 2022 pick getting moved in this. And I'll pull that up right quick. So... Kansas City is getting from Baltimore uh, Orlando Brown, uh, this year's second round pick and next year's sixth. Baltimore gets pick thirty one this year, pick ninety four, and pick one thirty six this year, and a twenty twenty two fifth. So uh, that's a pretty solid haul for Baltimore. Yeah, man, I think the Chiefs won this deal though. I mean, I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say either team lost this deal because Orlando Brown wasn't happy with Baltimore. So you shift off, you shift, you you know, you send off a tackle for a pretty solid haul, a first, a third, and a fourth for one of your tackles. You could do a lot worse. So I think Baltimore's pretty happy with this return. No, we cleared that. We can go into the draft. Yes. So uh We'll skip pick one. Pick one. If it's not Trevor Lawrence, I might actually have a heart attack. On behalf of the city of Jacksonville. Uh, So pick two. 
this is where things get a little interesting. I got him taking Zach Wilson here. I also have Zach Wilson going at two to the Jets. I don't think Zach Wilson's the second best quarterback in this draft, but I do think this is where the Jets are going. Yeah. Pick three, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, if if this is Mac Jones, I'm gonna I'm gonna crack up, but I have Justin Fields. I also have Justin Fields. I think the Mac Jones shit is smoke for the Niners. I'm I don't seeing think a lot of mock drafts saying that they like Mac Jones. I think again, it's smoke. It could just be a smoke screen. Yeah, I think it's smoke. It's a really weird smoke screen of place, I'm not gonna lie. But whatever. Pick four. There's a couple ways the Atlanta Falcons could go about this. You can either draft your potential QB of the future, or you can draft a weapon thinking that Matt Ryan still has some gas left in the tank. What How do you, do you think this doing? goes? Oh, I have no. I have him taking Kyle Pitts here. I have I funny you say that. I have kind of the opposite. I haven't taken Mac Jones. Really? Um because I really, I, 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 we haven't heard shit about the Falcons really, and what their plan is, what they want to do. Uh, they're kind um, of in a really unique spot here. Like, I can... think they, I think they'll take a QB. I really do. I think they're going to do it. Um, and obviously, as this mock goes, Mac Jones is there. Um, but we'll see. I think Mac Jones, if the draft goes this way, is going to be taken by Atlanta. All right, pick I, five. Oh, I, I do want to say, I don't think Mac Jones is worth a top 15 pick in this draft, um, but he probably will go. Yeah, He definitely will probably go in that top 15. Probably top 10. Probably will. Maybe top 10. Pick five. The Cincinnati Bengals, you're really in a position to do one of two things here. You're either taking Panay Sewell or Jamar Chase. Neither would be a bad pick, but I really think that if Sowell's there at five, I think not only do the Bengals have to take him, but I think they do take him. I also haven't taken Sowell at five. All right, pick six. I have the Dolphins taking Jamar Chase here. I mean, I, it, I it just makes well. too much sense. Maybe it won't be Jamar Chase necessarily. They might go Devonta Smith, but I think if both of those elite wideouts are there, you have to take one of them, which they should be. If neither of them are there at pick five, then something's off. So uh, did you have Chase as well? I did. Okay. Pick number seven, the Detroit Lions. We said the team needs essentially team, so no bad way they can go here. This is where I have Devonta Smith going. I have them taking Rayshon Slater. Okay, um, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I mean, I can, I can absolutely see them taking uh, Waddle or Smith there, or even Chase if he's there, depending on what the Dolphins do. But I just, I mean, they probably will, and I probably will be wrong about them taking Slater, but I just. I just feel so strongly that they should. Because what's the point? What is the point of taking a wide out right now? When your team is that bad, I don't care if you have fucking prime Randy Moss, you're not going to go anywhere when your team's just just that dog shit. I don't think the Lions are going anywhere, even if they take 
Slater here. If they take the best I, okay, the draft, yes. they're not really going anywhere right now. Yes, yes. Taking a tackle is a much better move for the future than it is taking oh, a wideout. I do not disagree. You're totally right. Um, I think that's the way they should go. I do think I will be wrong about this pick, though. All right, pick number eight, Carolina Panthers. I have not taken Micah Parsons here because this defense needs an identity, and they haven't really had that sort of identity since they had Luke Keekley. So I think Parsons is kind of like Luke Keekley's replacement as that role, as like the captain of the defense. Yeah, this is where I have Devontae Smith going. Um, my thinking is there is just they want to replace Samuel. Um, I think Smith is going to be better than Samuel, but I, I don't think they can resist the wide out here. I think they go with an offensive weapon. I don't disagree that that defense needs extreme help, though. Yeah, and honestly, you don't have bad... It's not a bad logic to have here. Like, they do need to replace Curtis Samuel. My thought process here is, like, Micah Parsons is a fantastic linebacker. He's the best linebacker in this draft. This is a, also a pretty deep wide receiver class. You can afford to... If it's not one of the top three, you can afford to wait on a wide receiver, in my opinion. So, obviously, Devonta Smith is still here in your mock. And I think it's still a little early for Waddle. But... If Smith's there at, at pick eight, I'm not going to fault the Panthers at all for taking him. But since I don't have Chase or Smith there, I, I think Parsons is the easy go for them. All right, pick number nine, the Denver Broncos. This is where I have Trey Lance going. I also have Trey Lance going at nine to the Broncos. I mean, big arm quarterback. It's literally they just going to draft. Broncos. They're going to draft Drew Locke the second. It, I, I think... That's a little disrespectful to, to Trey Lance. I think he has a better arm than Drew Locke, but I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see how this translates to the NFL. But I, th- I think his arm is definitely better than Drew Locke. All right, pick number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. This is where I have Sertain going, Patrick Sertain the second. I also have that. Yeah, I mean, they need defense, especially DBs. Sertain... Probably the best DB in this class. This is a pretty straightforward pick. Pick number 11, your New York football giants. Who are you thinking here? So honestly, in my, my mock looks a bit different than yours. The Giants, I have no fucking idea what they're even thinking, what's going through their head. I don't know. I have them taking Kyle Pitts at 11. Um... Because I, I do think I will also be wrong about this one because the Giants front office is still lying to themselves about Evan Ingram. Uh, they still think he's good. He's not. He's not a good tight end. He's okay. Like, he's middle of the road. Um, I, if they do take Kyle Pitts, I, I guess I would live with it. I mean, I don't think he's bad. I mean, yeah, he's a very talented tight end. I don't think it would be the worst decision this organization could make. No, it's not. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do think it could happen. I don't know how it would work. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck the Giants are going to do. I'm, I'm honestly fucking clueless. Who, who would you take in this position? Like, you know, if you were, if you were Dave Gettleman. It depends yeah. how the draft goes. It well, really like, is. Let's, say, let's say your first uh, 10 picks are exactly right. If I'm Dave so, Gettleman, Micah, Parson, I, Micah Parsons is on the board. 
Um, Jalen Waddle's still there. You, you got options here. Well, the thing is, if I'm Gettleman, I'm thinking, you know, we just signed Galladay. I don't really want to spend that pick on Waddle. Um, he's probably thinking of Ingram's still serviceable, so he probably wouldn't take Pitts. Um, he would probably go defense, maybe Parsons, but honestly, the inside linebacker position is not a need, especially after what Blake Martinez did last season. Um, he'd probably go DB, like corner, get another corner. Although we did just, you know, sign Bradbury and he was great, but you can always use two corners. He'd probably go corner. You know, and it's now, funny you mentioned that actually because I haven't taken JC Horn here. I I think eleven. Uh, it's a bit high for Horn. Especially, I honestly don't think so. Especially for a team that's not like immediate. Like, oh fuck, we need a corner right now. I think that's a bit high. No, I'm just I'm just looking at this uh, combination of Horn and Bradbury, and like that is airtight. It's good. It's corners. good. I mean, it's hard to resist, but there's a lot of ways they can go. All right, pick 12, the Philadelphia Eagles. I have them taking Jalen Waddle here. I also have that. I mean, this team is just dreadful on offense, especially in the past yeah. game. They need the best weapon available at that pick. And it's probably going to be Waddle or Pitts. They'll go with either one of them. All right, pick 13, the Chargers. I have them taking Rayshon Slater here because... You have Justin Herbert there. You need to protect him. You know, don't don't make the same mistakes that other teams have in the past by not protecting your franchise QB. You'd think it would be uh, stri- very straightforward like that, but some teams just don't seem to get it. Well, it's funny you say that because Slater's gone in my mock, but I do have them taking another tackle, and that's Christian Darazaw. Um, so we have the same idea. Yeah. Um. So pick 14. This is where I have Christian Darisaw going to the Minnesota Vikings. I haven't taken JC Horn here. I see. They kind of you know, they need him. They uh they need a lot. DB definitely one of their top priorities here. If Horn's there, I would absolutely believe it, but obviously I had JC Horn going a few picks earlier. Not a bad idea at all. Pick 15, the Patriots. This is where I have Mac Jones going. Although, with how how often I see his name going in the mock drafts, I would not be surprised at all if we traded out of this pick entirely. It wouldn't stun me. Bill Belichick does that a lot. He does he like does. to trade out of his firsts. Um, I am taking Jeremiah Owusu Kormal. The in. Ooh, I would not. Uh, I would not hit, say no. Um. If they do take that pick, I mean, Parsons is available. I do think all the off-the-field stuff with Parsons is going to drop him a bit. Yeah, I do I have him going that, later. What, what was the off-the-field shit that Parsons was getting into? I think it was it was something... Let's see. Because I don't want to get it wrong. So I'm going to look it up. Micah Parsons... Um, see oh it was shit with um hazing at penn oh, state boy. um i mean yeah hazing's bad but like it, i think it was pretty severe shit that was going on so 
I do think it drops him. I wouldn't be stunned if they do take Parsons and he's there, uh, but I think Awusu is, is a very uh, solid selection. I know they just resigned Van Noy, so they might not be looking at Inside well, Van Noy's more of an outside guy. We do definitely need like an athletic middle linebacker type. So if Michael Parsons is there, I know if that hazing stuff is really as bad as people are saying it is, might be a smart idea to avoid him here. But you can't say that he doesn't fit a major need that this team has on defense. So Yeah. It wouldn't stun me if that's their pick. Honestly, I can see that or them trading out, but I think Jeremiah uh, is not a bad option there either. Right. All right, pick 16, the Arizona Cardinals. This is where I have Asante Samuel Jr. going. It's a bit of a reach, but, like, this team needs cornerback help, especially because Pat Pete just left. And Malcolm Butler's not going to do it. He's not. I have him taking Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle. I think they lean in more to their Kyler investment, which is paying off in droves. Can't hurt to give him some help. All right. Pick 17, the Las Vegas Raiders. This is where I have my guy Quiddy Pay going. This is a... I also have that. I have the same thing. Quiddy Pay. Yeah, he's going to look good in those jerseys. Thing is just a it's just a hand-in-glove fit. It is. Oh, it absolutely is. I mean, he can play just about anywhere on the defensive line, which is good for uh, the Raiders. They like doing that. Uh, he's super versatile, good in pass rush, good in run defense. I, yeah, It's a beautiful fit for the, for the Raiders. I just hope they don't ruin him. Pick 18 with the Dolphins' actual pick, not the one that they fleeced out of Houston. This is where I have Jeremiah Owusu-Koromora going. Kind of replace Van Noy, just get an athletic linebacker in there. Obviously, you had the Patriots taking him at pick 15. I wouldn't say no, but uh, I have him going to a rival team. I do have an interior linebacker that's not Parsons. I have Zayvon Collins going here at 18. Interesting. The Washington football team, I have him taking a safety here. I have him taking Trevon Moerig here. Um, this team honestly doesn't have any glaring needs that they can address at pick 19. Um, if they take a QB here that isn't one of the top five, they're dangerously reaching. So I don't think they could go wrong by getting a safety here. Mori is the top ranked safety in this draft class. So I think that's a pretty solid fit right there for a team that like, they're very solid on defense, but I think. Safety probably is their big need right now. I, I think that's a move there. Uh, I'm going Aziz Ojulari out of Georgia. I think they could use the outside linebacker help. All right. The Bears. This team needs a lot. I have. I would totally believe it if they traded up into the top 10 to get a quarterback. But since we we aren't very intelligent human beings, uh, at pick 20, I think they're going to go cornerback here, and I think they take Greg Newsom the second. I think they're going wide out. I think they're going Rashad Bateman. Okay, okay. 
I, I don't think the Bears are very smart. I don't think they should do that, but I believe that they might. Well, it's funny that you mentioned Bateman going here at 20, because at pick 21, this is where I have Bateman going to the Colts. Um, I can see it. I actually have a corner going at 21. <laughs> who, do you have, who do you have going? I have Caleb Farley going at 21 to the Colts. Okay. I don't know. I mean, like the Colts, they're kind of in a pretty... They're in a pretty solid spot where they don't have any massive needs. Another wide receiver certainly couldn't hurt because, you know, T.Y. Hilton's getting old. Michael Pittman's a fine receiver. But um, I really think Bateman would be a nice way to round out that wide receiver core for him here. I don't disagree. So the Titans at pick 22. I haven't taken Terrence Marshall Jr. here. I have Samuel Cosme going to the Tennessee Titans. Interesting. Um, because I mean they they could use a they could use a tackle, man. They really could. They lost their um their good one, right? What's his name? I can't it's blanking right now. Um they lost Conklin last offseason. Oh, and then um Isaiah Wilson is out of the league because he stinks. Um Taylor Lewan's still there, I believe. That's true, he is. I don't know, I mean, like, I like Cosme. I think he's solid. I have him going a little bit later, but. All right, pick 23. I have him taking Alex Leatherwood here, the tackle out of Alabama. Um, again, Cosme would make a lot of sense here, too. You didn't say who was picking there, though. Did I not say that the Jets were picking at 23? No. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, I have him taking a tackle, too. I have Elijah Vera Tucker going there. We keep doing this because, uh, I mean, yeah, the Jets need to go offensive line here. Um, you know, if they're going QB at two, whether it's Justin Fields or Zach Wilson or, God, I pray Mac Jones, that would be objectively hilarious. Like, if I, the Jets went Mac Jones after all this time, after all the smoke with Wilson, they go Mac Jones. Yeah, that's, that's one way to keep the entire draft on their feet. <laughs> That'd be funny. It really would be weird. hilarious. I would love it. Please do it. But um, pick 24. This is why I have them taking Elijah Vera Tucker. Steelers? Um, I think the Steelers are going to do something stupid and take Rondale Moore. Now, not that Rondale Moore is bad, but I think they're trying to uh, patch Band-Aids with bullet holes, and they're going to get a receiver. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that'd be painfully on brand for the Steelers to do just to, uh, you know, th this team has issues, um, wide receiver. I mean, not it is necessarily their I, biggest issue. here. Yeah. Is, it's not their biggest issue, but it's a need. They do need one. I mean, they got Claypool and Juju, but they don't really have a dedicated number one. here. Well, Juju's not good. Claypool is not a number one wide out. I don't think, um, He'd be a great number two, but if he's your number one, I just don't see the working. He was, I mean, I know he caught fire for a little bit last year. He was, you know, really with the shits, but I don't think he's a number one, at least not right now. I don't think Rondell Moore is going to be a number one either, but it's a, it's a mistake I could see them making. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see about that. 
Uh, pick 25, the Jaguars with their pick from the Rams. I, this is where I have Sam Cosby going. Uh, you got to protect Trevor Lawrence. Cosme is a good-sized tackle with pretty decent mobility. I think that's something that the Jaguars need because Cam Robinson's all right at left tackle. But if Sam Cosby falls to you at 25, I think you know you got to take him. I do have a tackle going here as well. I have Alex Weatherwood going here. All right, this is where the draft is going to start getting a little weird. The teams that made the playoffs last year and don't look like they have any massive needs per se. So uh, pick 26, the Browns. It's really weird saying the Browns in this context. But um, I'm taking Christian Barmore here. Um, the defense is good, but it could always be better. I think a defensive interior guy like Barmore really strengthens up that D-line unit. Uh, especially because they just got Clowney, too, to play defensive end for him. So it's going to be Clowney, uh, fucking <clears throat> Miles Garrett. And uh, they have one other guy, too, that was getting giving him decent production. His name's slipping my mind right now. Was it Olivier? No, hmm. it wasn't Vernon. Whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, I do have a D-line person going here as well. I have Jalen Phillips going to the Browns at 26. All right. Uh, pick 28. I have the Ravens taking Elijah Moore here. It's pick 27. Ah. Uh, you got me. Elijah I'm reading Moore. off an Excel sheet right now. This is it, this is row 28. I Damn. suck. Damn. Well, I have them taking Wyatt Davis, the guard. Because that line is going to need help wherever they can get it. You are not wrong. Pick 28, the real pick 28 this time. Uh, I have the Saints taking Jason Owe. Um, this team this team kind of does have some needs all over the place. Realistically, defense edge definitely doesn't hurt to have for this team, especially because their QB situation is very questionable, but... Taking a QB right here is probably going to be a reach. Yeah, there's no QB worth taking after Mac Jones. I think I think Mac Jones is the worst QB you should be taking in the first round. I don't really believe he's that high first round talent, but if you're going to take a QB in the first round, I think the the floor should be Mac Jones. If they're not but better than Kyle Mac Trask. Jones, no, no. <laughs> if if Kellen Mond and Kyle Trask are first round picks, the league's cooked. Like this is a cooked product. Um, I think you, the man I have the Saints taking is already gone uh, on your board, but uh, I have Trevon Moray going here to the Saints. Interesting. All right, pick 29, the Green Bay Packers. This is where I have Rondale Moore going. Um, will they draft a weapon for Aaron Rodgers in this draft? Maybe, maybe Probably not. not. Probably never, not, if we're going to be honest. But they never do. I'm going to be an optimist here and say that this is the year that Rodgers finally snaps and points a gun at the general manager's family and says, like, you're drafting a wideout or a tight end, or I'm just committing redacted, crimes. Redacted, 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 redacted. Um, I actually haven't taken Creed Humphrey. 
So in this universe, they do not take a weapon. And, uh, well, RIP to the GM's family. I'll say that. We have the Bills taking. At pick 30, I have the Bills. This is where I have Jalen Phillips going. Because this team has no weakness right now, so they're just going to bolster that defensive line. I have the other Miami defensive end going here, Gregory Rousseau. So I guess we have the same idea. All right, pick 31, the pick that the Ravens just acquired a few hours ago. This is where I have Liam Eikenberg going. A uh, bit of a reach here, I think, but uh, they do need a tackle. Eikenberg is one of the better tackles available here. Honestly, I could have just said tackle here, but I had to put name to something, so this was a name that kept coming up for pick 31 in the mocks I was looking at. So this is where I have Micah Parsons going. Really? You have him slipping Ravens. all the way to 31. Yeah, I mean, I could see it happening. Um, although I don't believe it. I mean, it could happen. I Realistically, he probably will go higher. But I think there, there are some franchises who do take those risks. There's some that do not. The Ravens are one of them. I think another potential place you could see it is the Patriots. They, you know, they'll draft those guys. Uh, football team will draft one of those guys as well. They're not afraid to do that. Um, oh, we know. But, like, I can't see, like, any of those teams afterwards. Like, or maybe, I mean, Cleveland could. Um Pittsburgh, maybe. Tennessee, Indy, Chicago. Chicago, maybe. Indianapolis, I don't see. I mean, they don't really have an inside linebacker need, so they're, they probably won't go there anyways. Tennessee, I just don't see it. Um, Jacksonville, potentially. I don't There's just some teams that take those risks, and there are some teams that do not. I think the Ravens are one of those teams. I think they'll... They, if Micah Parsons falls that far, I can see that. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, you're not wrong. I don't think – I mean, I don't personally think he's going to slip that far, if he slips at all, really. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't hate your, your uh, reasoning here. And that is a really good fit for the Baltimore Ravens if they can get Micah Parsons at 31. That is a steal. Last pick of the of our Last mock because we're not the draft. not going any further. Promise you that. Yes. So, I have the Buccaneers here taking Levi Anwuzuriki. Uh, again, this team could afford to get a little younger at defensive tackle. They did just resign in Damakatsu, so there isn't. Don't a they have Vita Bay? Oh yeah, they do, don't they? Like, I forgot. He he's not, got hurt last year. He is not old. I for, I just forgot he wasn't a contributor last year because he got hurt. Yeah, I think DT they're they're set. Um, Again, I mean, like I don't see any massive glaring weaknesses here. I mean, they can do whatever they want because they really could just fit. Um, I haven't taken Greg Newsom second. They don't really need to. 
I just think they're going to. I, I, they can do whatever they want. So the thing is, like, trying to predict what teams that have no needs, you know, are going to do is hard. It's difficult. Honestly, this would be, like, the one team in the late rounds where, or the late first round where, like, if they were to draft Kyle Trask or the guy from Texas, Kellen Mond. Why would they do that? For what reason would they do that? It would be a project, yes. But if they see if they like him enough to take him at pick thirty two, and they think okay. that they're not going to last to the end of the second round, I'm not going to hate it if they take him at thirty two because they don't have any glaring. Okay, games. here's my thing: you're really going to win a Super Bowl. Tom Brady's going to walk in there. He's going to win a Super Bowl, right? And your response to that, to Tom Brady's fragile ass ego, is draft a QB in the first round. Really, that's if you're your playing answer. the long game here. I know it's probably not the most popular pick. Okay, here's the thing though. I would rather play the long game with QBs in another class than like Kellen Mond or Kyle Trask. True, like truthfully, I, I, I just do not think that's worth it. To me, that is just that's bad. I shouldn't say. Um, I disagree with it. I don't think okay, that's yeah. a good idea. I'm just saying that is a route that they can go. Oh, obviously, how, yes, it is. I don't, I don't know how they feel about those respective quarterbacks. They probably think they stink. Maybe they do. I don't know. There's, I, okay, your point does stand true that those two QBs probably don't last the end of the second round. They probably do go in the second round. Um, but I still don't think they're worth taking, especially for the Bucks. You, I'm especially not in the first round. Good, good lord, Tom Brady, at that age, after winning a ring, he's gonna get fucking grumpy. You don't make Tom Brady grumpy. That's the one thing you don't do. Dude, you're talking like he's fucking Bruce Banner or something like that. Jesus. He can't. I mean, hey man, he walked into Tampa Bay and won a ring. That's impressive. I mean, it's you know, whatever the equivalent to. Disney World is, but you want a ring. I listen, man. You just don't. You just don't do that. Like, cause some people, some players, when you piss them off by doing some shit like that, they go insane. Like fucking Rogers. Like they drafted the QB in the first round. He's like, all right, motherfuckers, and he won an MVP. Tom Brady is one too old to do that, and two has never been that kind of player. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Tom Brady go on an Aaron Rodgers like tear like that. That'd be awesome. It just isn't. It's not possible for him to at this age. I don't know. I feel like people have been saying that like the last five years, and then he just straight up goes out and does it. Well, he's never won. Okay, he won that one MVP, but that was fucking Mickey Mouse's fuck because that was Carson Wentz's MVP. Carson Wentz doesn't go down even once that. But since then, he's never been like. I mean, he's been in the conversation, maybe, but not, you know, league MVP caliber. I'm pretty sure he was, like, top three in voting this year. He was not. The top three was Rodgers, Allen, and Mahomes was the top three. In that order. Allen had more votes than Mahomes this year. And rightfully so. Uh, I guess. I mean... 
I wouldn't say rightfully so after watching that fucking AFC championship, but well, you know, hey, it's not a it's it doesn't count playoffs. It doesn't, but I'm just saying rightfully so. You say rightfully so, but Mahomes fucking took a dump on him. I no one's gonna disagree with that because that's exactly what happened. But like, I know it takes an. I know it's. I know it's a you know regular season award, but. I don't think Allen had to put a regular season in Mahomes, to be completely honest with you. I think he did. And I think, I don't know, it's not like Mahomes had a bad season. Obviously, he didn't. He's never going to have a bad season in his career. This was his bad season. Not winning a ring or MVP was his bad season. It's kind of fucked up that that's considered a bad season for him. Some players just have that very high, uh, that high ass bar. It really just shouldn't be possible, but it shouldn't be. You know, I feel like Mahomes says a lot of things we say shouldn't be possible, and uh, yet here we are. Yeah, Mahomes is really just redefined. He is simply built different. Yeah, he is. There's really no better way to describe it. So, that's going to do it for our mock draft. Um, There's really nothing else NFL-wise to talk about right now. I mean, I'm sure more stuff will come up throughout draft week, but, like, there's there's really nothing else NFL. Um... Bryce, you want to? Do you still want to talk about the Super League and that whole drama? Well, I mean, I I did more strongly want to before uh, it got dismantled, and within two days, I still do. I I, I do want to denounce it. It's disgusting what they tried to do. <laughs> I mean, I know uh, you're not. You don't understand, really. I mean, I understand the general concept of it. They wanted to take the best teams in the Premier League and turn it into a new league. Oh, worse than that. It was way worse than that. And they were not the best teams in the Premier League. Uh, Some of them, yes. I would say definitely the top few teams, yes, but not the six best teams, no. It was just, it wasn't even about, it wasn't about talent. It was about wealth. It was 12 very wealthy clubs wanted to make their own league. Um, and this fell apart because fans stopped them. They basically just ripped all this shit apart. I mean, this I that that is probably one of the biggest uh, unifying of peoples I have ever seen is how people were talking about the Super League. Um, it was a horrible idea. I don't know why anyone even tried to approve it. Like, I don't know why any of these clubs said yes to this. Um, and they deserve heavy bans for this. They need to be punished for this. Absolutely. It's really, it was the equivalent of like the 12 richest NBA teams saying, we don't want to be a part of the NBA anymore. We're going to take our players and uh, play in a different league. And it's even more 
I mean, that even that isn't accurate because this was all across like Europe, not just one country. This was an entire European, you know, deal. Like you had cuffs from Italy, Spain, England, uh, just all over. And it was, <laughs> I'm glad it didn't happen. I'm glad it got torn apart very fast because if it did go through, it would have, it would have killed the sport. Truth be told, it would not have been good for the sport whatsoever. So what I'm just wondering is like, what, what would starting this super league, what would that accomplish necessarily? Like, I know greed it, is the whole point of it, but like, how would that help their greed? Oh, it would make them, well, the clubs got a huge offer for joining. They got like, just for joining the league, they got like $450 million um, and shit like that. It just would have been about the rich clubs getting richer is really what it would have been. Um, it would have just been them gaining more and more money. All right. I guess that makes sense. And the thing is, the reason um, they were so just adamant on it is because these clubs have put themselves in bad situations with transfers. Um, And they've spent so much money that they're like, oh, we're, you know, we're low on money. Let's, you know, push the desperate button. It's just, it's just, (laughs) God, it's so ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Like, I can't believe they tried to do this. I can't believe for a few days they actually did. Like, I mean, it's dead now. All the clubs have basically pulled out. That's what, I mean, all the England clubs have, at the least. I, I think others have as well at this point. The moral of the story here is that bullying works. I, it, I, yeah, they were basically bullied out of it. I mean, this isn't even bullying. This was just like, if you go through with the, like, just basically the majority of team supporters were just saying, if you go through with this, I will no longer support this club. And that was basically over probably about 75% of every team's fan base. Um, so it just yeah, didn't that's, work. That's sounding a lot like bullying, frankly. I mean, it's not really bullying because the clubs were fucking like, they just wanted to do some scummy shit. Like it was more calling out rather than bullying. Um, I mean, the, the bands that they wanted to put on these teams uh, were extreme. They wanted to ban players from participating in the world cup. Um, if they were on one of those teams, which admittedly would have made America <laughs> pretty fucking good. I, I know what you're going to say that seems extreme. I mean, it is, but like, you got to understand that. It seems the, a little extreme it, to penalize the players here yes. for something that the club owners are doing. <laughs> yes, but you have to understand the fucking magnitude of what they were doing. I, I have an idea of what the magnitude is that what they were doing, but I still don't understand why you would punish the players in that context. <laughs> I mean,. Well, I think like the, okay. the clubs, they don't get any benefit from their players playing the World Cup, do they? Mm. Like they don't get any monetary incentive or anything? Yes and no. They don't directly, but like if a player goes off in the World Cup, that increases their value and they can sell them for more. Right. But that's that makes sense. That's really it. 
but the thing was, I think that penalty was more for um, more for the future. I think that was a more of a future penalty, not necessarily aimed at the players currently on the club. I think it would have been less. It, it would have caused less of an incentive to go to one of those clubs. I don't know if it was aimed directly at the players that were currently on those clubs. And if it was, I think it was more of a "Hey, you should leave" than a than a "Fuck you" to those players. There's a lot of angles to take that. I also, when I heard that, I was like, "Wow, really? That's yeah, that's a pretty harsh thing to do." But like, I, I understand they just wanted to do anything they could to uh, pull the appeal of playing in a league like that for a team like that away. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. But it's not going to happen. Thank God. Yeah, that that was a real whole debacle. But um, honestly, I don't really think we have anything else to. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else going on sports wise that we really got to uh, touch on, do we? Um. Well, rest in peace, Clark. That's really it, though. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, I totally forgot about that. That was... That was awful. Incredibly fucking tragic. Kids, you know, a few months away from getting drafted. and It's, it's awful. So rest in peace. He was a Massachusetts guy too. That's really yeah, he's a, really sad. Like he was working out with Tatum and Brown. Yeah, he's a he's a Boston kid, you yeah. So tragic. It's it's awful, man. Don't hurt. All right, should we wrap this up? Yeah. All right. That's gonna do it for episode 141 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick, that is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beer Is, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.